This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. You're listening to BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back. Welcome back. BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Joe Ojo, Jaren Hawksworth with you on a Tuesday. We'll get to a big slate in the MLB card. First thoughts on NFL Coach of the Year coming up. Uh, and, of course, talk some hockey with our guy Alex Smith all coming up in the next hour of the show. But right now, we go out to the Roman Guest Line. We were joined by Odyssey NBA insider Jimmy Patsos on the Roman Guest Line. Jimmy, 1-1 series here in the NBA Finals. Boston takes Game 1, Golden State Game 2. Uh, what's your perspective on this thing as we head back to Boston for Game 3? Uh, it's it's kind of even the odds now to win this series with it being a best-of-five. Boston, three-and-a-half-point favorites uh, for game number three here, Jimmy. Look, full disclosure, I grew up in Boston, and uh, all of our lives changed for anybody who's watching Winning Time, which is a really oh fascinating goodness. take on the Lakers, but it also has a lot to do with the Celtics and David Stern. And to see where the NBA is marketing-wise – you got to go back to the Magic and Bird era, right? It really changed. Of course, Jordan was the next coming of superstardom on and off the court. Well, this is where we land. And now we have Steph Curry, you know, the new regime going for their fourth title against the Celtics, the winner of the most titles. I guess they're tied with the Lakers with 17, the kind of the Bill Russell days to the Bird, Havlicek. Well, they came close to having a couple with Pierce and Garnett, but they got derailed by the Lakers in, in World Meta Peace. My intro is this. With all that being said, Boston's a damn hard place to play. I think it's the toughest place this year in the NBA Finals to play. In the NBA playoffs, I've watched closely. I've been at some games. The fans there, they're into it. They're a little raucous. They got a little bit of a rep. They're probably having a few beers across the street. That wouldn't shock us up there in old Boston. <laughs> so, <laughs> And the Oracle Arena being gone, it's funny. You've gone to a little more of a wine and cheese. Now, I, I'm a college guy from, from the beginning. I remember playing at Duke one day and saying, I'm never coming here again. And we went to Carolina, and I'm like, hey, I'm going to go like have like July 4th picnic with these people at Carolina. A little wine and cheesy, a little more calm. And in other words, I think this is going to have to play into your betting. Like, the Celtics crowd is really tough. Now, Curry fuels on that. We've seen him break the three-point record in New York. But, like, the history of the Celtics fan from Red Auerbach, you know, the old joke was the Lakers said it's too hot because we have an air conditioner, and he had it brought in right before the game, still in the box, of course, not installed. So, like, these are the type of things that the Boston community, while they can be a little rough around the edges of fans, they're fantastic fans, super supportive. They sell out every game. And can that be the difference? Hey, look, the Celtics got the split. In the modern era, I don't think losing by a lot of points matters. I think in the old days, sometimes that was a little different. You know, Jordan was just never going to get beat by 25 points. The Pistons, the Pistons, you know, what Draymond and, and, and Brown went through. That was like a, hi, how are you, compared to what the Pistons and the Bulls used to go through and 
Lambeer and Mahorn and McNasty and McFilthy and all these guys. That's what the Celtics fans used to call them. Well, it's different now. And the players are closer. It's more of a glamour league. And it's a fantastic, fantastic product they put on the floor. But it's a little bit entertainment, too. And they're not going to hate each other like that. And there's not going to be any vile or any violence or fighting like Rambus and all them, the Lakers and the Kale clotheslining. Like people are talking about that. And I'm like, that's not going to happen. And, and with that goes the attitude that losing by 20 is no big deal. It's one to one. The Warriors have had two really bad losses. I was just in Dallas. I literally was in Dallas. I was with a friend of mine from the Mavericks. I spoke at a camp down there. They were talking in Dallas how they just beat the Suns by 30. That didn't matter. They won four games. They also beat the Warriors by really 40. I mean, they came back at the very end, but that was all fluff. And the Warriors lost to the Grizzlies by like 50 points. It doesn't matter anymore. It's about can you win your series? Well, the Grizzlies, the, the, the Grizzlies could not beat the Warriors in the series. The Mavericks couldn't beat the Warriors in the series. The Mavericks did beat the Suns. The Celtics have had two games seven. Here we go. Best of five. I think it's a really interesting thing. You can't have got three starters have two points. Well, the Warriors, for those of you betting, had five guys in double figures and pool in 17. I would take <clears throat> my little surprise bet is I think they split the series here, but I'm taking the Warriors in the money line tonight. Mm, interesting. Yeah, you're right, Jimmy. I mean, times have changed. I don't think we've got Red Auerbach. We've got Red Auerbach having Jerry Buss in the last row. I don't think Red's sending him a vegetable. Hey, it's like your head coach. Welcome to the God. Like, I don't think that's happening. But the fans and what we've seen even this year in certain spots, they are just as ruthless as ever dec going decades past, right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, I'm just, you can, yeah. I know the, I cover the Wizards. They enjoy going up there. Beals talked about it. You know, Chris Miller, my friend, NBC, they always sell out. There's places that just sell out no matter what. Mm -hmm. And it's not Portland in some places that you think would be like really cool places where they have just single entity teams. It's the Garden, the Sixers, the Celtics, you know, the Lakers. There's certain places you go. Well, Boston's right at the top of that list where they like to go play because they know it's going to be a packed house. They're going to have a long pregame. There's going to be a lot of writers at the game. They just have a lot of great interest up there, you know, whether it was Brady or the Red Sox or whoever, City of Champions, they call it. The Celtics have a lot of history, and that was Larry Bird coming in and really saving the league on the East coast magic saved on the West coast. And I think it's really gone through. Remember the Celtics fans used to, used to chant beat LA when the Sixers and the Pistons knocked them out of the playoffs. They would chant that to the other team just because that's how much they hated LA on the West coast. Well, the Warriors go way back, you know, well, you know, whether it was Wilt and the Rick Barry years and all that, they've had a, but this is a chance for the Warriors to win four titles in eight years. That is special. Only the Russell Celtics did that. The Lakers did it. They pulled it off with Magic. Celtics only won three. They won four. The Bulls did it with Jordan, of course. When you win four titles in eight years, that's like the next big step. This will be the fourth team to do it. I think it's a 1-1 split. They go back and it's best out of three. But I got the Warriors taking game three and really putting a little shockwaves into the, the Celtics fans. And the, the Celtics, the only thing that scares me, they haven't done great for those of you betting coming out of the half to it. Their third quarters haven't been great. Yeah. So like it's close the other night and you think, oh, maybe maybe I'll bet the money line. Well, we all should have bet the Warriors because they killed. The, the only thing that Emi Udoka has a little bit of an asterisk and he's done a great job. I really like him as a coach. Coming out of halftime has not been fantastic for them. And with Curry, he can play a lot of minutes. See, here's another thing. The minutes restrictions off Curry. He can play the whole game now if he has to. He got through those two. They got three days rest. 
So you got that. You got Poole. And I think my little X factor, too. Another little toughest guy. We had Gary Payton the second, the glove son. We had him here in Washington. He's really he's found a role. Him and Otto Porter have found roles. They're both wizards that have Otto Porter can shoot threes off the catch and he's long. He can play his fifteens. Well, Gary Payton played twenty five minutes. He's their tough defensive guy. It can't be all Raymond. Look, Clay Thompson, Wiggins, Curry. They're never going to be tough defensive guys. It's not what they do. Well, Poole's turned into an offensive guy, so you need a defensive guy. They've got Gary Payton the second back. They can put him on a guy, and then that way Green can switch on another guy. But you have Smart. You have three starters, Williams, Smart, and Horford have two-point teams. I don't think that's going to happen. I just think everyone thinks the Celtics. I think the Celtics go down 2-1. Then they come back and tie it up 2-2. My money line bet for tomorrow night is them. And then, of course, the short turnaround helps the Celtics, and they leave there 2-2. Two two, and here we go. Best of three. Yeah, Jimmy, does it almost, first of all, talking about Celtics games, I got to back up. I've been to many Celtics games where the fans just start chanting even, Yankees suck. That's how fired up those <laughs> fans get. <laughs> like, Yankees, what are we doing here? This is an NBA playoff game. Um, so I, I think I was telling the guys earlier, I'm going to be on uh, Celtics first quarter or second quarter. But that third quarter, even in game two, it seemed like the Celtics knew they were going to lose that game. I don't want to say they just gave up, but it, it's almost like, okay, we won game one. Like, they just didn't seem like they were trying that hard in the second half. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. No, you have to play that in, Aaron. You're really smart. That's where the smart betters jump on that because you can bet in game. Look, to play Peyton Pritchard and Daniel Tice is one thing. They had Aaron Naismith. They had Sam Hauser. I didn't even know Sam Hauser's on their team. He's the guy from UVA who I think can be like Joe Harris down the stretch. Good defensive player. UVA, you play, learns how to shoot, can play. I didn't even know Sam Hauser was on the team. Okay, I mean, I did, but I'm only half joking. Nick Stauskas, Malik Kritz, whatever. But they played Naismith, Tice, Daniel Tyson, Peyton Pritchard, and then Grant Williams. Now, Derek White's been fantastic for him. He kind of kept him in it. You can't you, – look, you have to say this, Aaron. You don't want to admit it, but as coaches, look, we used to have a lot of two-game trips. The only game I've ever played in a two out of three in college is we beat Fresno State. I was at Siena. We won the CBI. They had Tyler Johnson. We got we went out there and got the road. We were so ecstatic. We came back and got blown out. I said, good, now it's a one game. It's the best of three. We beat him in the third game. Like – this is like, you do kind of say, we're down 20 in game two. This is the Collins two out of three, which is very rare. But I also use it on splits. You know, you go to Buffalo and play Canisius Niagara. Hey, we went to Chicago and played Northwestern and, and someone our own, of our own ability, you know, the mid-majors. Hey, fellas, we got to pick up a check and then get a split. I'm sure the pros have some of that mentality. Come on, they know what's going on. They got a fantastic win. Al Horford played the game of his life. It was his birthday. I'm not saying they were out celebrating or hanging out in the Haight-Ashbury or anything crazy like that. They were just <laughs> in their minds there, and I believe you, in the second, in the third quarter when it went south quick, everybody should have jumped on and said, I'm going to bet this. But that being said, the Boston fans will be ready. Sully's tap. They have like $2 beers across the street. The field <laughs> <laughs> It's a fantastic place. 
Hey, Sully's Tap's my spot. I think I was in, I think I went into Sully's Tap before Celtics came out. I was 15 years old. And the guy looked at me and said, hey. I said, I'm out of here. He said, you got to leave your bag at the front door. Go to the bar. I'm 15, right? Okay. And wow. it's like Bird, you know, Dennis Johnson and them. So it'll be a wild night there. I just think maybe this is where the experience for the Warriors shows up. Maybe. It could be. Jimmy Patsos joining us here, Odyssey NBA Insider. Jimmy, um, what are you noticing with Clay Thompson right now? Because, you know, with the Warriors got this series at 1-1, and obviously Steph's been amazing so far. I just I worry about who's going to be the second scorer next to Curry because it's supposed to be Thompson. He's had his ups and downs. He had a tough game, too. They won without him. Uh, what are you noticing with Thompson right now? Because I think they need him to play better to win this series. Joe, I think that's a great question. I had Clay Thompson as my little outsider bet on who could win the MVP. We all know Curry's the odds-on favorite. And Tatum and Brown could be, you know, Tatum's there and then Brown. But Marcus Smart had a chance because of his X-factor defense. Now, the two-pointer doesn't help. Like, who can win? Remember, Cedric Maxwell, who announces, won the 81 MVP. There's been some strange MVPs, whether it's Durant playing defense and dominating. Doesn't mean he's the best player for the whole year. I thought Clay Thompson might be able to shake off his little rust and be the guy because he might be left alone. They're going to focus in on Wiggins because he's a driver. I don't think he's mentally and strong and physically strong enough. He had taken a huge stride. Hats off to Wiggins. Playing harder, working on his game. I think he's going to take another jump next year. Pool's a little young. So I had Clay Thompson. Green doesn't score enough. I had Clay Thompson as like the second guy that could get the MVP. He still plays good defense. He's not as quick as he was. He can get hot, and he knows how to play. But like all of them, you know, this is what happens, Joe. You know this. You got so many rings and appearances. I don't think Clay Thompson cares about bombing away anymore. Like he's got his money. He has everything. He's got his. All he wants to do is just win again after what he's been through two years off. He doesn't want to hurt himself. But he did have 11 points. He played 30 minutes, which is a lot of minutes. Now that's where Peyton can come in and give him some spread. But they can also go small and Wiggins, you know Wiggins can go to the four and. Green at the five. Like, they've got a lot of ways to go, which means Clay Thompson can play lots of minutes. I still think he's very dangerous. I think he is the set, the third guy in the scouting report. Be careful. When you're the third guy in the scouting report, your name's Clay Thompson, you can be dangerous. But he's probably going to have to play well on the road. Like, that's where that crowd thing, that's what I said. That's where that Boston crowd and the vial is that going to, I know it's going to energize Green. I know it's going to energize Curry. Is Clay Thompson healthy enough? I think. I think what they've been getting out of Clay Thompson is very acceptable. It's very solid. And can he take the next step? But you got to admit, if you're him in the back of your mind, you have all this going on. I just want to keep playing. Like, am I really going to die for the next loose ball or really run through the next screen and risk hurting myself after all I've been through? Remember, this guy had two years off. That being said, it's the finals. I think every game that gets a little closer to the end maybe gives him more of an opportunity or a window. I mean, he's three. He sees the the game through a lens of not only his father who played for the Lakers, he sees it through the lens of a great player that Washington state for Tony Bennett that played defense first, then turned into a score, then a champion, but he's happy to be the third guy. He sees through the lens of Curry's the man. And we got Durant and these other guys. So be careful. Cause just when you leave him alone a little, he could really burn you. And he's not going to have two points like smart did, or, you know, Al Horford, he had 11 points. He's playing 30 minutes. I do think he's a really important X factor. The question is, will he give it all? physically to take a risk because he he went through hell and back and I don't blame him for being a little cautious. Jimmy, we
about a minute left. Curious your perspective on uh, the Warriors' third quarter as a coach. When you see this time and time again, I mean, this has been going on since 2014, their domination out of halftime. Uh, What do you think is going on there? Do you view it as a rotation? What is it about the Warriors in the third quarter? Look, great question. Look, I'm a guy that double-teamed Curry, full disclosure, and didn't let him score. I should have adjusted at halftime and said he's going to outsmart me. He he passed the ball, and Davidson kicked our butt in the second half. He's been doing this for years, Curry. I think him and Kerr are a great combination. Hey, they're going under the screen. We have to roll into the screen, and I'll pull up threes. They're double-teaming me. The Wizards double-teamed him last year. He'll just dribble back. He'll take a back dribble and pass it. Hey, Green, you got to get to the foul line and drive it. They're going to help kick it to Clay. Now we got Poole who can shoot. Peyton, you have to switch on to defense. They're going to switch. They'll take a lesser player knowing they're going to switch. Otto Porter, sit in the corner. They're making great adjustments. They've been doing this with the the Curry-Kerr combination. If you watch it up close and I'll finish, it's fantastic. All that stuff, and we won the national title in 2002 because Warren Dixon and Gary Williams could make adjustments at halftime. I saw Jason Williams and Shane Batty and Coach K make adjustments. They're a partnership Curry's going to be a coach one day. And him and Clay Thompson, they're dangerous because they don't care what points they get. They just want to win. <laughs> That's a shame. Thank you all, Dale. These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily from BetQL.